Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The telephone number is 248-539-9797. The National Football League Season is officially over. The Kansas City Chiefs uh, win it in overtime, as you know, or I hope you know, 25 to 22. Joining us as he does every Monday after Lions games, but unfortunately, Lions weren't playing yesterday, but I'm sure he still watched the game like normal human beings would. Uh, He is TJ Lyon. What's happening? What's going on? How are you? I'm good. Did you enjoy the game? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, and I, I can appreciate good defense, but yes. I thought it was pretty boring the first 50 minutes of that game. Yeah, and it got good. Well, you know, maybe not boring, but right. just, you know. Methodical. Uh, yeah, you like to see, you know, some excitement in a championship game, which we got yes. late in the game and then overtime. Mm-hmm. But Yes. Um, no, I thought it was a, uh, I thought it was a good game. The, the big controversy, and I'm curious uh, your take on it, was in overtime, should Shanahan have ordered his players to defer? And I thought so because you just when you get the ball second, you know what you have to do. I don't think you defer. I think you opt to kick it. Well, whatever. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I mean, I was confused. Yeah. As you all don't hell. defer because if you defer, they'll say, "Well, we'll." Right. Okay. But we'll yeah, kick. We'll take <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I I was so confused. So actually, I was just talking to Doug in the hallway. When when would the second half of the overtime start? At the end of the second. Yes, after 30 quarter? minutes of play. Yeah, so the third quarter minutes. would come after the second quarter. Are okay. we talking to a guard here? Or? Well, that's... Third quarter would start after the second quarter, right? <laughs> okay, but there's it's not the a quarter, it's just com- an overtime. No, the like, second, there, what... there's two quarters. It's, it, you're In concept, now, the strategy aside, you're starting a new game. So if if they wouldn't have scored with three seconds left, you would have had a second quarter. You just flip with, ends of the with, field. Without right. a change of possession. Okay, right. so that was my question was, yeah. does it start, let's say Kansas City had to kick a field goal. Does it start a new overtime period? Or You know what I mean? Like I couldn't, no, nobody no, was, it's I just, feel no, like no, nobody was explaining it's, it's it. It's like a new game. Basically. Okay, so yeah. then the next score, it's sudden death, whoever scores Correct. wins. Correct. Um, yeah, but you could remain scoreless all the way to halftime of overtime and then there would be a kickoff to start the third quarter of overtime, right? Yeah, which is, yeah. I, get, I, mean, I thought, I, was... <laughs> I think, I, I thought you were you were getting that. Yeah, right. and I just, I thought so. What I thought was, it kind of like college rules, where it's, if they, if Kansas City scores a field goal, it's tied. Then it flips back again. 
Right. You know, San Fran got the ball to start overtime. I, I thought Kansas City would get so – I was confused. I don't know. I, I, I was kind of mingling. I didn't really hear people talking. But it, it's um, so on new. the TV, I don't know if they did a good job of explaining that on the TV. I think they did. Because people were wondering, well, well, is this like a first quarter or second quarter? Is there a two-minute warning? Do they have to score by the end well, of this right. time? Well, the referee and, – and, and they did graphics. The referee actually said it's a brand-new game. Each team has three timeouts. Yes. Okay, so well, it's just the first quarter all over again, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. All right, that makes more away. sense. I didn't, I couldn't understand it. When it a lot of people on. step away in that situation, though. They're running to the bathroom, they're getting ready right. for OT, they're grabbing some more food, and they probably didn't hear all that. I actually thought Romo was doing a pretty good job of explaining it in real time. Yeah. He questioned, he said, there is a debate here to kick or take the ball right. as yeah. it happened. And then he also said uh, near the end of the first quarter, right before the Chiefs score, he's like, okay, the clock doesn't matter here in terms of the game ending. Right, right. The, There's the, three the, seconds left. It doesn't yeah. matter. The, right. they so can't he run was out being very, clock. like I thought, on a fifth-grade level almost, explaining it right. in real time because I thought that was necessary for some people. Yeah, well, that's – I mean, I had probably – 10 people at my house, and I kept asking, you know, I did. And 20 do they years. have to score by the end of this quarter? And everybody's <laughs> like, yeah, they have to. It's overtime. I'm like, I don't think so. But no, it was, it no. was confusing. But yeah. I don't know. Um, because here's There's the thing. Here's There's the thing. If you hold them to a field, either way, you're going to need a stop, right? So if, if you go score first, you're going to need to get a stop. They're, they're going to get the ball back no matter what. Correct. So you're kind of banking on. Let's keep it a tie game. Let's get the stop. Let's hold them to whatever, whatever we got. And then we get the ball back. We kick a field goal. Game's over, right? Um, I do think that Kansas City had an advantage, however, because they they got to play four-down ball. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. They're going for right. it on fourth down. They know exactly, exactly what That's they need. That's another reason why you do, you do what you do. Um, so I guess it allows you to play a little bit more aggressive and a little bit more free when you know exactly what you need. But right. um, I don't know, man. I mean, that's... Obviously, the first time you know well, that, that these new rules. Well, have it's happened. interesting because there's stuff coming out where the Chiefs actually practice this stuff. They even as they early went as over training camp, they, went, everything, they yeah. went over it, and then the 49ers players said they were pretty much clueless of how, of how okay, it works. So, <laughs> I don't feel as dumb. They no. didn't even know what was going on <laughs> right. on the field. Exactly. <laughs> um, One of the guys uh, was at Armstead said they didn't know until they put it up on the jumbotron what the what the rules were. Well, I, but I think even the even. Uh, McCole Hardman, when he caught the touchdown after the game, he said he didn't know the game was over. Right. He's like, I didn't know that was to win the game. He's like, there was still time on the clock. I didn't know. Even he said that. So, I don't know. I think, look, I mean. I think you have to. Just, I think you have to. You have to kick you off. You have to take defense first? Yeah, because if. I could see it both ways. I mean, obviously, last night we know which way worked because it worked in the Chiefs' favor. But if you hold Kansas City to a field goal there. San Francisco's feeling really damn good about themselves. Hey, let's just march it down. Our kicker just hit a 55-yarder earlier in the game. Right. But let's the, get to the 35-yard 30 line, and we're winning this game, guys. And you I know? know up until that point, they had somewhat limited Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. But it's still Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Do you want to give him that opportunity of knowing that you all you could, all you could do is a field goal, and if I get a touchdown, game is over? Well, you just did that at the end of the fourth quarter. You know, San Fran kicked a field goal to go up three, and then you held Patrick Mahomes going down and forced overtime. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think maybe you're feeling a little bit confident there. Hey, we gave Patrick Mahomes time at the end of the game. Yeah, They marched it down to the nine-yard line. I don't know why Andy Reid didn't take another shot at the end zone with seven seconds left. That was confusing to me, or six yeah. seconds. Six seconds, because they, um, they put – it was originally nine, and I was right. like, ah, I don't know, and then they put ten back on there, and I don't – Everybody's going to say, well, you know, how much of a difference does a second make? Well, a second, especially with a timeout. Especially with a timeout, right? Yeah. So if we, hey, we all out pressure, we get sacked, timeout. You still have a chance to take one. But the, so that's why I think San Fran maybe had some confidence yeah. of saying, 
we just stopped them, you know, to, to end the fourth quarter. You know, I, I think as a as a coach and a play caller, you feel a little bit more confident about, hey, we know it's Patrick Mahomes, but our guys are playing pretty damn good too. So uh, maybe that had something going into it, but I don't know. I mean, it was it was a back and forth type of game. Mm-hmm. So you know, I think just trading blows there at the end of the fourth quarter and in overtime. I mean, you know, it's, I, I don't mind what Shanahan did by saying we were kind of expecting it to go right back and forth again, and then we'll get the ultimate possession to go win this game. Uh, just didn't work in their favor. The, the other – I mean, I thought he should have kicked, but the, the, in his other defense is they had, their defense had just let Kansas City go down the field, and they did hold no field goal, so maybe they were maybe he knew they were tired or whatever. Yeah. That was, that's they did the look tired. Was, I mean, San Fran's defense looked exhausted. And yes. Even you watch that, that game-winning touchdown uh, pass, I mean – they just, I'm not going to say, you know, lazy, but they just, they looked gassed. They looked out of, uh, just out of breath, man. You know, the guys, I think the one guy tried to chase Hardman to the corner and he just, yeah, he couldn't keep up with him. Yeah. You know, they, they looked gassed. So, um, you know, no surprise there that both defenses were, were incredible. And yep. I was talking to people last night and they're like, Typical, you know, fan. Oh, the Lions would have beat the hell out of the Chiefs. We can't do that. No, right? We can't do that. that. But the one thing I was more convinced than ever that they could beat San Francisco. Well, no, but we need to we need to shore up our defense a little bit, right? Secondary. You need some secondary players. You need yes. some. You need another pass rusher you play because big boy football. Yeah, we saw both those defenses last night and uh, making both quarterbacks look silly at times with, with pressure and with coverage. I mean, that's what I came out of the game. I didn't come out of the game thinking, "Oh man, we would have won the damn Super Bowl." I came out of it saying. We still need a few more work. pieces on our defense. Yes, yeah. absolutely. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. All right, you've played against Brady. You've, did you play against Mahomes at all in your career? Uh, I don't think so. Um, think the first year I retired, he came to Ford Field. Right, like twenty nineteen. I think. Yeah, yeah. Greatest loss in Lion history. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Last second. What a run, though, man. I, mean, I know. Well, my my, my question is: Look at the, at the same point of their careers. They, him and Brady both have the same amount of, you know, Super Bowl championships. I think the same amount of appearances in Super Bowl. No, I think Mahomes has one more. Yeah, the loss. The, the Brady, loss. Though. Yeah, to Brady. <laughs> but as far as right now, if you just compare apples to apples, which is six or seven years, whatever, in their career, who's better? Mahomes. Yeah, me too. I yeah, agree. I just – I his I, athletic I, ability. I, yeah, at their point of their career, yeah, I think Mahomes is – but the more talented quarterback. Yeah. yeah. I, I think Tom Brady was probably the all and still is the all time best quarterback when Correct. you factor everything in leadership, right. control, management, like everything. Uh, but Mahomes talent wise, um I don't even no, think it's I, close. I don't think it's close no. either. And in in regards to like as we saw throughout the course of Tom's career, he did adjust his game a little bit, but not a lot. He was pretty much in terms of the skill set. Right. The same at the end as he was at the beginning. Now, in Patrick Mahomes' skill set hasn't really changed, but how he operated the offense this year was completely different than the offense that he operated as as a rookie. Yeah, and it's pretty similar with who they're playing with, too. I mean, it's not like you're saying Kansas City's playing with a bunch of, you know, like San Fran has. You don't have Debo. You don't have Ayuk. I mean, you've got uh, Travis Kelsey, who's nice. He doesn't nice, have right? Kill but, anymore. Right, but that, that was kind of Brady's. Right. Brady had Gronk all those years, right? right. Brady, before that. He had Brandy Moss for, what, one year? You know, maybe, I think it was one year. that one they had Brady, Brady won three yeah. out of four once he was a starter. And then the, they went through a lull for a couple of years. They got the AFC Championship game, lost to the Colts. I mm-hmm. would equate this to the Chiefs winning, like Mahomes winning that game versus Brady didn't. But then Brady has the upper hand on him 
he's two of Mahomes' playoff losses are to Brady. Yeah, you know, it's just a fascinating debate. I, I think at this point, it's a it's a toss up. I, but I think I, the long termness still, he's got to get four more. Yeah, but I think when we look back on this Chiefs playoff run, um, that was impressive. I mean, you faced, I think, four of the top six offenses in Buffalo, in Miami, uh, in Baltimore, and then San Francisco. And I think you let up an average of like 15 points a game. You know, I'm not saying that's all Patrick Mahomes, but that stretch and, and two of them on the road right. at, at Buffalo and at Baltimore, um, that's, I mean, we're going to look back on that and say that's that might be one of the more impressive playoff stretches uh, that I've seen, uh, a team going on the road and, and knocking off other top teams. I mean, Baltimore was the cream of the crop pretty much the entire what last 10 weeks of the season yeah and they went out there and embarrassed them i mean i think that 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 playoff run as a whole is is incredibly impressive 248-539-9797 we'll take your texts your phone calls tjm with myself and john 97 won the ticket hey we're hoping that the slippery winter season is over but i think we all know that it's probably not and whether your injury is a result of an auto accident or a slip and fall during the winter months there's only one attorney out there who can give you the personal service you need and deserve, and that's injury attorney David Femininio. I've told you before, if you're injured in Michigan, you need to call David Femininio to get David and get paid. David can be reached anytime on his website. That's getdavidgetpaid.com, or you can give him a call directly at 855-65-CRASH. That website, again, getdavidgetpaid.com, or on the phone at 855-65-CRASH. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, 248-539-9797. Have some tech ticket text. I'm going to get into uh, what yesterday's game made you feel as a Lion fan. 
needs and, you know, your emotions watching that game. All right. Uh, cool game. Nobody even knows the rules. Haha. Uh-huh. Uh, the new OT rule starts a new game. If they played two quarters, they would have a halftime. They had Taylor Swift set up for the halftime show. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> they could have had a lot of different performers. Yes, they could They were all there. Mm-hmm. Including the ushers. That's right. The ushers could have taken them to their seats. No one will ever <laughs> take the ball. joke. No one will. <laughs> yeah, okay. That was like, Stoney's earlier. I yeah. just repeated yeah. it. Yeah, turn your mic on, bud. I guess. Like, yeah. like, like, like nobody's ever had bad jokes before. Uh, no one will ever take the ball first again, ever. I wouldn't say that, but I think it makes I think, think it's, it'll be a rare occasion. Yes. Uh, Kyle should have went for it on fourth and four in overtime on the Kansas City nine-yard line. Niners knew what Mahomes was going to do if they kicked the field goal. And if they would have not gotten it, Kansas City would have had to start and go 91 yards for a touchdown, but, you know, or f- 50, no, they 55 yards for, for a field goal. goal right. yeah. With the OT flip, I would think the team winning flip would defer. I would want to see what I needed to do to win. Exactly. It's what happens it's in point. college football. Yeah. I feel like Dan Campbell loses that game last night if he was coaching Kansas City. I also believe the Lions would have dominated Kansas City last night. Curious on your thoughts. Well, I don't think they would have dominated them. I think offensively they would have scored more points, but I think Kansas City would have as well scored more points yes. against the Lions' defense. Right. People forget about, oh, yeah, you know, Ben Johnson and, you know, Goff and the Gibbs and all the, the weapons, St. Brown, all that stuff. Yeah, they, the would, Gibbs? Have, they, they would have been better. You call them the Gibbs? Did I say that? Yeah. The Gibbs. <laughs> the Gibbs. The Gibbs, the Montgomery, uh-huh. the whatever. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, but you forget about the other side of the ball. I mean, uh, yeah. you're going up against Mahomes. You're forgetting about the other two phases because you're going against uh, Butker and you had a, a Badgley. Right. Well, and a big part of why San Fran had so much success against him because they were getting home with four guys. Right. You know, the Lions' pass rush got better, but, but because but, they, had but the, the, they had the pressure a lot, blitz right. a lot the last the, six, Yeah, they years. inserted uh, Ify Melifonwu. Yeah, you and, do and, that against Kansas, Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes, man. You, you <laughs> might get diced, right? We, we've seen this. really you know, think Aiden Hutchinson could have rushed last night and have done it the disciplined way that Bosa did by containing him in the box? Romo pointed out numerous times. I just don't think Aiden's ready to play that way. Well, it could, because Aiden has to do it all himself when it's a four-man rush. Right. He, you know he, what I mean? He's gone through times where he has for a while, and then every once yeah. in a while he screws Look, up. Nick Bosa had – Chase Young played really good last night. Yes. Ron Hargrave made a couple – Eric Armstead yeah. was a beast, especially that, the first – Their D-line was incredible. Yeah. Um, Brady and Montana are above Mahomes. That's it. Maybe. We'll see how the hell it, how it all happens. There's, there's, he's so young in his career. There's so many more opportunities, you would think, ahead of him. Yes. Now, injury aside. Right. And, and, Reed, you know, going to go against that uh, Jim Harbaugh in that division. Now you never know what's going to happen. All right, 248-539-9797. So we agree that when you watch that Super Bowl from a Lion perspective, you realize that was something it's not newsworthy that the Lions need help in this defensive backfield. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Because Kansas City's corners were yeah. really good. Yeah, really good. Their whole defense was really good. Um, both defensive lines were extremely disruptive. Yes. Right? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I felt watching it from the Lions angle that, yeah, this team is close, man. We obviously we beat Kansas City earlier in the year, right? right. We yeah. were up 17 on San Francisco, you know? So that tells you you're close, but – uh, we saw last night what it's going to take to get over that hump. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brad Holmes and his press conference he did a couple weeks ago was 
call it odd. I don't know. You know, his, his receipts, he wanted to get some things right. off his chest. Um, and look, he's got my complete trust, but I think we can all agree that, you know, in order to keep that trust, you're going you're gonna to have to make sure you take care of that 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 defense, especially yet, whether it's edge rush, defensive tackle, or you need you need a number one corner. You just have to. You right. I, I think corner. we saw how important it was last night. And now, okay, we trust him to be able to draft relatively well. I mean, he's drafted well, yeah. but now you're going to be doing it much later in the first, much later in the second, and you've got to find, like, okay, defensive lineman, other than Hutch, who fell into his lap, what has he been able to do in terms of defensive line-wise to be able Aline to... Aline McNeil. Aline McNeil, yes, but you've got Levi Onzerike, Josh Pascal. Now, Pascal has, has been banged up. He's young. He's still got to develop, but you've got to be able to draft well in those position groups yeah. later in the draft. It's not You're not going to have an Aiden Hutchinson fall into your lap no. at number two overall. No, and yeah. then, then it's for free agency, like you mentioned. I mean, we were talking about that their teams are going to let players go for cap reasons, and there's a, a rumor that uh, the Chargers are going to let Joey Bosa go. Now, his injury situation, his cap number, I don't know if it would make sense, but I don't know. For, if you think you're like one player away for a year or whatever. Yeah, I think you're going to have, and I don't know what their cap space looks like. now. I, you hear the number kind of floating around right. 60. That's going to change depending on the what other going to go up too. Like right, um, but if you do extend these guys, Amon Ra and Jared Goff, it's, uh, typically the first year or two are low cap numbers, mm-hmm. right? So I think Brad was kind of also hinting at the fact that you know we're not going to do much different. We're not going to go spend I know a you know, hundred million dollars on one guy. We're going right. to try to find some value pieces, but I do think they're going to be in a spot to maybe, like you said, take on a contract for one year because. Jared Goff, his cap hit, I think, as of right now, is like thirty-eight million dollars for next year. Well, if they redo his contract, that could come down to fifteen, twenty, oh, yeah, right? Back, so that they can backload that, 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 and that could allow you to maybe go get a, a guy that's going to be on a pending free agent contract that might be at a high high cap number for one year. But because by the time you know the, these contracts really start hitting in, you're not you're not going to want all those all that money on your books. But I will say, you know, the draft picks are going to be crucial from here on out. We know that you know Jared Goff is is that he's Hell of a quarterback, hell of a season. But I think we could still all agree he's at his best and he's really good with a really good offensive yes. line, oh, with yeah. a really good run game, right? So if you're not going to be able to spend a lot of money on outside free agents, that's where those draft picks become crucial. And that's where Brad is going to have to keep his track record of hitting on these second, third, fourth round picks because there's going to get to a point in a couple of years where you can't afford to keep paying these guys. You're going to need to just keep replenishing that stockpile of young talent that they've had. Speaking of young offensive linemen, can you guys, being former offensive linemen, can you tell this early whether Soros Dahl is going to be a player or not? No. I mean, not with 100% conviction. Right, right. Um, I think asking. he did some good things this year, but – uh, no, as a fifth round pick or sixth round pick so out how, of William and Mary, right. like he's yeah. gonna need he's gonna need more time to do. So how, need time. There's there there needs to be more experience. There's a lot that goes into his development. So now, realistically, yeah. how long would it take a, a mid round draft choice at, at that position, whether it's guard or tackle uh, or center for that matter, to be a really good well, uh, functional NFL player? I think you know TJ brought up a good point. Coming from William and Mary, if if you've got a guy who is coming from Alabama, Ohio State, USC, Michigan, like one of the top programs, I think that transition can happen sooner because you are – the speed with which everything operates and the level with which you're operating is different. If you're coming from William & Mary, there's a lot more that has to happen mentally as well as physically to get up to speed. So 
it's not that it can't happen between between now and next year, but there's a lot more experience that he needs at this level. Yeah, and for me it was, you know, I became a full-time starter my third year. You know, that's when I right. really think I felt comfortable and, and ready uh, for that opportunity. The first couple of years I started a couple spot games for uh, for injuries and whatnot, but really it's probably that third year. And, and look, I came out of Eastern Michigan, right? Kind of not that much different than right. William & Mary, right? Uh, but there's other guys like Jonah Jackson, who was third-round pick, comes in day one starter, right? right. But that, like John said, Ohio State played in the Big Ten at Rutgers, you know, was probably uh, better equipped to to fit in faster. I, I like Kobe Soares, though. I think he does a lot of really good things. I think this is this is always going to be a big offseason for your rookies because coming out of college, we all know that you're going into training for combine. You right. know what I mean? You're yes. not you're not training to be uh, an NFL offensive lineman. You're training to jump the highest vertical and run the fastest 40 and run the fastest shuttle and bench 225 as many times you can, right? So this, for me, is the first offseason that NFL young players have to develop, to make sure they're doing things right in the weight room. You don't have to worry about running a 40 or vertical. You're never going to do that the rest of your career. You know what I mean? So now you get to focus on developing as an NFL player. That's where I think you hear coaches talk about all the time. That's where they expect their players to take the biggest jumps between year one and year two because it's it's what they're able to do in the offseason. Real quick, since you brought it up, does that mean – in your minds, when you look back, the combine, how important is it? Uh, for offensive linemen? For anybody. I mean, look, I think there's certain players where, you know, it's, you know, certainly people want to see how fast receivers yeah. run and running backs are and, and defensive backs. And do that at I think days. some of the testing is a, is a little bit ancient. You know, I don't think, honestly, uh, uh, a forty-yard dash gives you that much insight into an offensive lineman. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I just yes. don't. I think maybe if you take the ten-yard splits, okay, this guy's got some power. He's got some explosion. But you see a guy running forty yards. Okay, who cares if? Uh, when's the last time an offensive tackle ran like a four-seven that turned out to be <laughs> worth a crap? You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. there's so many freak athletes that just think yeah. you're playing football. I don't know if there's a way that they can adjust the combine just to make it more offensive lineman drill centric. I know they already try to do a lot of those things, but Push I don't know. For don't often, know. A lot of the testing oh, numbers, I've, I've it, always felt I don't put much to- stock into it. They need to revamp the whole combine thing because when you're when you're bringing in the top 250 or whatever that number is, players in college football, you kind of already know, and, and a lot of those guys opt out. They're there just taking up space. I would rather see, maybe not the next 250, but maybe you you give a pass to the top 150, and you see them at their pro days, but you see the next 250. Right. Well, what's interesting is that... And, and evaluate them, because you don't have as much contact with those programs or those players. Well, Brad yeah. Holmes said in the 2021 draft what he loved about it, because it was the COVID, there was no combine. Yeah. So you just went on... Watch film. Watch film. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and he definitely hit a home run. Yeah. All right, 97 won the ticket. Hey, when it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. That's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your business banking or day-to-day personal banking, First Merchants Bank is 100% interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They they took the time to ask me questions, get to know me, understand my situation, and they built a plan that fits my a financial plan that fits my situation. And when you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools. Plus, they're deeply connected to the community's needs because it's their community as well, and they volunteer and donate on a regular basis to local causes to ensure that we all continue to prosper together. This is the difference of 100% interest in you. 
For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com. First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 248-539-9797. Let's go to uh, Cliff in Livonia. Good morning, Cliff. Good morning, everyone. How are you guys doing today? Good, Good, thank you. I have complete confidence in Brad and the Brain Trust from the owner all the way down from Spielberg and Spielman and the coach, everybody. So I, I know they're going to do what they have to do. I just have one with two requirements. A, cut our losses, get rid of Sutton, and B, let CJ go. Otherwise, I'm sure they're going to do what they got to do to get the pieces that we need. I think uh, you have a better chance of seeing CJ not come back. Cam Sutton, that's why you need a number one. He's fine as a slaughter at number two. He's just not a number one. Yeah. Fair. Right? You can't get rid of all your defensive backs. No. I mean, <laughs> yes. Who do you want to replace those guys right. with? And he's the only one that they signed multiple years. Yeah, multi-year. three-year deal. I yeah. Think, right? I mean, Mosley was a one-year deal. Yeah. CJ was one. Cam yeah. was three years. Yes. Let's go to uh, you need somebody. Yeah, <laughs> Thomas and Warren, you're 97 on the ticket. Uh, hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Good, good, good. I uh, you asked uh, as a Lions fan watching that game. Mm-hmm. You know what it did for me is that it confirmed to me something that I hadn't given the Lions credit for. I felt that they were a notch below, you know, Frisco. And, and even possibly uh, Kansas City. But watching that game last night, it kept reflecting my mind back to the first half that the Lions played against, against Frisco, and it was telling me that the Lions had happened to jail at the right time and that they just blew an opportunity. Because what I saw last night, the Lions were every bit as good as both of those teams. Do you think, Thomas, that the Lions uh, secondary that we've been talking about would have been able to hold up against Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, you know what? Because, yes, even though it would have been, I mean, it would have took, you know, everything going their way. But they played enough. They held up against Frisco. Really? Yeah. They didn't they weren't that bad. They had played better ball. Uh, you know, the last three but, games. But you're comparing Brock Purdy to Patrick Mahomes. That's the yeah. difference. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not comparing. I said remember I said that yeah. they would have needed everything to go right. I, okay. I, I, I think at next time, I think you could sit there and say the Lions definitely are a really good team. I think they belong. They're the caliber of, you know, these teams. Yeah. I don't think you can sit there and say, oh, they definitely would have won just because they had a great first half. No, well, yeah, it depends on which Lions team you got. First right. half against San Francisco or second half team. Right. You know, I mean. And the San Francisco second half, can say the same thing. Yeah, second half team against, you know, the Rams. I think they got three points, you know, yes. in that game. So it depends on what team you're going to get. I yeah. didn't really look at that game, like I said, and say, man, no, we would have done this. We would have done that. It just kind of let me know, you know, just. What what else you need to get to that point? You would yeah. you would think as good as Casey's defensive line was, 
And um, McCaffrey didn't have a great running day. Well, actually, they forgot about him for like three possessions, <laughs> yeah. too, which made no sense. But because of the Lions' offensive line, they would have been able to run the football better than San Francisco did, even as good as Kansas City I would agree was. with that, yeah. I think, it, I think the Lions – okay, if we're going to play this game, I think the Lions' offense could have scored more points than San yeah. Fran did. Yes. But I think your defense is letting up more points yes. than San Fran did. Exactly. So, that's so, the thing. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, Pick your poison. Yeah. If you're going to play this game on paper, that's exactly how you would play it out. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to play this game on paper next year and think, you know, how do they find a way to beat Kansas City, now the defending two-time Super Bowl champs, You've got to improve defensively. You've got to be able to apply more pressure on Patrick Mahomes by rushing four, like TJ, like you mentioned, but you've also got to do a better job in the secondary of being able to cover, even if they're not top-of-the-line receivers. McCall Hardman, nobody is calling him a top-ten receiver. No. He was on the Jets for crying out loud. But you have to find a way to defend them. Right. Yes. Well, the the way that the Chiefs, whether it's the Lions or not, will you, you keep them from being, you know, three time, you know, back to back to back champions yeah. is, you know, they lose in the conference championship game of their conference like Alabama did, uh, like Georgia did to Alabama, and then you you win the national championship like Michigan did. <laughs> you take Georgia out of the equation, take Kansas City out of the equation. But if they actually played in the Super Bowl, look, you would assume the Lions will be better next year, at least I don't know if the record will be, but you'll assume that their younger players continue to get better, barring injuries. They'll, you know, have have some other guys in there that'll be better. So it's going to well, be. San Fran's yeah. going to be a lot better too. So, yeah, San Fran's going to be better. <laughs> I mean, Green so. Bay's going to be better. Uh, you you got to believe that Kansas City, or was this the worst of their three Super Bowl team championship teams? Probably it felt like this was the year to get offensively. Yeah. Yes, maybe not deep. Well, defensively they're pretty but, good. But last I year. mean, they, so they were better offensive line wise. They were better than when they lost it to, to Brady and Tampa. Right. So, but in terms of their three Super Bowl championships in the last five years, this is their worst of the three. Now, and I think if we're going to sit there and say, well, the Lions are going to be better. Same with the Chiefs. Yeah. They know they've got deficiencies. So they're yes. going to go out there and they're going to probably they you know, hope, hopefully they draft as good as Brad Holmes because, like we mentioned earlier in the show, when they went for wide receivers, whether it was round two, they got Sky Moore, you know, guys who have not developed like like they need them to, like that we have Amara uh, St. Brown developed. Correct. All right, TJ, you had a uh, a little uh, get together at your abode uh, yesterday. What was the average age of the uh, the person people there? I mean, you had your kids there too, so I, yeah, of the adults. Um, well, even even average his, age, yeah, even as teenagers, so forty. Okay, so it was Usher in right in their your wheelhouse then, basically, right? Yeah, brought back some uh, high school memories, yeah. I would say. Yes. Yeah. So he's obviously not in my wheelhouse, but I thought he was. I thought it was great. I thought it was entertaining. It was a great performance because yeah. when you see it, you know, you have fifteen minutes basically. Yeah. Just put out a great show, and and he did whether you knew the music or not. Yeah, and the different performers that joined him. Yeah, you know, Ludacris and and, and who else? Uh, Lil John, L- Lil, Lil John, John, Alicia, Alicia Keys. Keys. Yeah, no, I thought I thought it was entertaining. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, what do you like at a halftime show? Like, what what's you would you like to see different? Shorter, maybe. <laughs> I think it's getting a little bit. Uh, it's getting a little. Well, Usher demanded two more minutes. They yeah. usually do thirteen. He did fifteen. Yeah, it's getting a little lengthy. Um, it's a spectacle. You know, I, th- I think we've always known it's a spectacle. But um, I, anything different? I mean, I don't know. I guess. And as a player, you don't really notice no, that. You know, I remember wow. being in the game. It does feel a little bit longer, but 
I think players actually like that because a normal halftime, you're like going into the tunnel. You get coach talks for 30 seconds and you're grabbing a water and scrambling you know, trying to use the bathroom. Going, yeah, yeah, and you're right. and you're right back down the tunnel. So, right. So, um, so well, okay, so you've been in Super Bowl. What happens at halftime in the Super Bowl? It's different. Is there more meetings with your position coach, the head coach, the coordinators? How's yeah, that go? I think you just have more time just to kind of reset, you know? Like, I, I, I think normal games now, especially at Ford Field with how long that tunnel is, I mean, literally by the time you get up there, you know, you have maybe – Maybe two minutes, maybe two and a half minutes to, you know, adjust or, you know, hey, I need to retape my ankle. I mean, you're kind of yeah. feeling it's it's a very rushed process. And then the coaches, you know, it might come out and say, hey, we're going to go. This is our opening package, right? Personnel. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to hit this. And then you're pretty much back on the field. Um, I I prefer a longer halftime because you'd like a couple more minutes just to kind of reset. You okay. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Have a little bit more time to talk to the guys and because you don't have a ton of time at halftime. Uh, to make a, a bunch of adjustments. Normally, you're doing that on the sideline. So, I wouldn't mind to see a, a longer halftime during the regular season. Uh-huh. To be honest with you. So, uh, getting back to the halftime, if there was a performer that you'd like to see, we haven't seen at a halftime. Mm. Who would it be? Well, I mean, I got to go, Luke Combs. I don't okay. think he's done it. I mean, yeah. Chris Stapleton last year on the national anthem was awesome. Was, was awesome. Oriva was pretty damn good yesterday too. Uh, yeah, I thought it was good. For yeah. her, she lip synced, but. Um, she's old. You can understand. Allegedly, allegedly, so, allegedly, so did Whitney Houston. Well, yeah, it still sounded good. It was yes. a good performance. Um, yeah, Stapleton. I mean, is she's one of my so favorites. Old. She is. What do you think? What was that like halftime of the Dallas fun. game? And, and it was Dolly. I mean, she put on a good show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, thank you, you think she was really it. singing too? Come on. <laughs> no, I didn't was, think she was. On. That was a recording too. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, Luke Combs is. I mean. Yeah. I think he's the best. I'd love to see somebody like Foo Fighters or Green Day, somebody we haven't seen yet at a, at a Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. In the rock genre, so to speak. It John. would be bad. Yeah. yeah. And, and those and guys, some of the, and to keep. Right. The, 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 like you said, the 40s crowd around. Correct. Right? Some yes. of those guys that were popular in the 90s and, and still relevant today. And we And we always wondered, and not because of the sensation that it's become, you know, Taylor Swift was somebody who we always wanted to, some people wanted to see it halftime, but there was a, she was sponsored by, I think, Coca-Cola and the halftime was presented by Pepsi. So she would never, she couldn't do it. No. So, Man. but now who knows? I Bummer. Mean, now she likes football. <laughs> well, she always liked yeah. football because her father was a huge fan growing up. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Hey, bet the NBA with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account, you're going to get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same-game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score a bigger payday. However you want to play, all you got to do is find your favorite bets, you put them together, and you got your same game parlay. Just head to FanDuel.com slash Jansen to bet the NBA with a no sweat, same game parlay with TNT Thursdays. That's FanDuel.com slash Jansen. And make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NBA. And 97 won the ticket. Must be 21 or over in President Michigan. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as now in trouble. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. 248-539-9797. The National Football League season is over. We are... Uh, 
70 <sighs> some days away from the draft. Is that accurate? Um, two months. Two months. Yeah, two-ish months. Two months. months. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's more Just like all the time that we've saved, though, because season uh, was extended, obviously, by the Lions. We haven't even discussed. Well, maybe on the periphery we did a little bit last week. We didn't even we haven't discussed mock drafts at I know. all. I know. Yeah. Mock draft Monday is normally a month ago, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's that's it. we we usually into about uh you know mock draft twenty five. Yes. Well, you point. know, the defensive back from Toledo, unfortunately he had such a good senior bowl, he won't be there. Uh but you know, maybe the uh well, I forget the guy's last name from Missouri. Uh maybe he'll be there at twenty eight, twenty nine, plays uh yeah. twenty nine. Yeah. defensive back, but yes. Nice to have some some relevant football um, into January, and hopefully we get it into February next year. Uh, pitchers and catchers are reporting soon, so it's uh, – I can't believe that the season's over. I know. It's it's really it, – it, Well, John, you got your, your your buddy, Mike Nolan. I mean, the UFL coming here, baby. Oh, yes, the UFL. <laughs> UFL? Yeah, it's the, the USFL oh, and the XFL, XFL yeah, merged. Merge. Okay. And we're lucky to have a team. What team here. are they going to be? They're Michigan, Michigan Panthers. Oh, they're going to stay the Panthers. They're yeah, going to okay. stay the Panthers. Yeah. From what I understand, I don't. This they're not going to play at Ford Field again, are they? I think they are. I think they are. Yeah. I think this is. I think I'm not sure if this is. Where accurate. else are they going to play? Over at Eastern. I mean, did you see? I'm not trying to be negative. Did you no. see any of the <laughs> attendance? I mean, I, I, yeah, I mean, it wasn't great. Kind of like, yeah. qui- like the Quick Lane Bowl. Yeah, it's a big stadium for very few people. <laughs> Hopefully, they succeed. Yes, they just need a, a spokesperson. Yeah, they need an ambassador. <laughs> yes. The Michigan Panthers need an ambassador. <laughs> yeah, more people than they had the Quick Lane Bowl. <laughs> quick Lane Bowl, we did pretty well. <laughs> That's the thing. I mean, we're, to try, we're trying to get you. Bowling Green. We're trying to get you a new job. <laughs> I yeah, I mean, I come on. You can bring the, the Rock will come on, come in to see you. I mean, he's 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 running the show. I heard that though they, they were going to play at Ford Field for their home games, but they're still tra- they're going to be training somewhere else, like San Antonio. Antonio or Birmingham or something like that, which really gives them good community involvement. <laughs> yeah. They're training there. They, they were training. They actually were training, I think, in Ypsilanti yeah. last yeah. year. They, yes, they yeah. did. And then they I, I, I thought I read that that's changed. I could, Like I said, I could be wrong. Knowing me, chances are I am wrong, but well, that's how do you, what I, How do you expect people to get attached to them? I know. You well, know. you don't. That's the whole thing. Because it's not like the old USFL where you had guys that you somewhat knew in college who were really good players. Yeah. You know, Reggie White, Kelvin Bryant. Let's, just, know, let's be Kelly. honest. Is, is a, a league like that ever going to succeed? No. No. Uh, right. No, the I, only I don't way be it mean, does no is way. if college football implodes and it becomes the minor leagues for the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Right. The USF, the original USFL work before you were born was because they had really good players. They had Herschel Walker. They had Anthony Carter. And Reggie people, White. Reggie White. Yeah. You know, the team here was really good. Uh, and it, it could have succeeded if they would have kept on playing, you know, what their original plan was to be in the spring. But somebody decided he wanted to go up against the NFL and go fall, and the whole thing fell apart. Yeah. And that's that was the problem. That's why it fell apart. You have to be attached somehow to the NFL, right? Whether it's a, yeah. hey, uh, expand your rosters. Keep it 53, but have 30 guys on the practice squad. And whoever's not playing that weekend, you're going to play, you know, other practice squad guys. Yeah. yeah. And you develop, you know, you, you put teams together like that. Now, it'll be difficult without, you know, all the practice time. But at least that will give fans something to look forward to. If the Lions had a bunch of practice squad guys playing on Saturday – Right, you can kind of look at you'd hey, have, you, look at the future, to, look at these guys. Hey, we could use a guy like this. But you'd right? have to do it in the spring, though, because if you have minor league yeah. football televised on, 
in the fall go up against college football on Saturdays. It's never going to go. It's never going to go. No. So they have to uh, keep it. Anyway, um, did you run a, run into anybody in your world that uh, refused to watch the game yesterday because the Lions lost? No. Me neither. And I know they're John out there. sent me a text with a lion with a middle finger. Yeah, up. I know. I got um, the same thing. I, got the <laughs> I don't same, know if you watched the, it. I got the same thing. Yeah. No, I didn't. And when I was in Friday with Mike and uh, Rico, th- there were some people texting in that I'm not watching the game. I blah, think they're blah, liars. Blah. They were so mad. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. Just, it's no, like the people I, said they're lions free. It won't, yeah. You know. uh, it's okay to be disappointed and be pissed oh, off that you're not there. But and no, I, I didn't run across anybody that just didn't watch it because they were mad the lions weren't there. And look, for me, I will see Josh Reynolds drop that ball for years in oh, my brain. Josh Reynolds is going to see that yes, for years ex- too. You exactly. Know? I mean, those awful moments uh, in your sports fandom, they never leave you. Yeah. But I just couldn't understand how somebody who is a sports fan or a football fan would have no problem watching Carolina play Pittsburgh on Amazon on a Thursday night but not watch the Super Bowl. I just, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I just, how you wired that one? Yeah, I don't know. I luckily don't have anybody like that in in my world. Yes. Um, but some people who are like that, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yes. Don't get it. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.